Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Ask the Experts podcast with Alka. We are grateful. We always appreciate your valuable time. Now, how many people would like to get connected to an expert to help scale your business? Now, not just your business, but to elevate your life, taking your life to the next level, the unimaginable the potential, the opportunities that you have desired for your life, what you can manifest and the power of manifestation. It is so powerful. You want to attract your soulmate. You want to be in a healthy physical body. You want to attract wealth and prosperity into your life. More so, you want opportunities as entrepreneurs. We are working hard to earn money, to creating the wealth. But what if wealth that and everything you desired with the click of your finger, you have in your hands? And without working hard, without, you know, with more less effort and ease, the money, the wealth is in your hands. It's like a genie. You know, we order, we ask for what we want, and the genie is at your command. Mm-hmm. That simple. And wouldn't life be just amazing? So I'm just excited for our guest today, Masada Memek. She is known as the queen of manifestation. Masada is also a keynote motivational speaker. She is a mindset, law of attraction, and self-love coach. Masada also helps entrepreneurs in the digital marketing space, whereby she helps companies market their brands. So I'm too excited to welcome Masada. Masada, welcome to the show. Thank you, Alka. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Uh, That was beautifully shared. It is my passion to help others. And uh, for me, it started off, I don't know if you heard about my story, Alka, but um, it started with the war. And it started with um, really, I did not have the lifestyle or the life that I have right now, Alka, because um, my family, we were forced out of our home to survive. You could see gunfire, explosions. You're forced to survive in the forest with no food, with no shelter. And so as a little girl, I didn't have the normal life like majority. And so what I did, I watched my parents struggle. I watched them going through all the pain. But the whole story leads to my grandfather and me continuing uh, my grandfather's legacy. He actually saved my life during war he saved my life when mothers couldn't carry their children any longer my grandfather grandfather put me on his back and he carried me and because of that experience and everything is done for me um it leads down my grandfather was an orphan alka and he married my grandmother who was also orphan and then together they built this beautiful family but during the war when many couldn't they was the house of the burn you could hear people screaming explosions gunfire when many mothers couldn't carry their children any longer my grandpa took me and he carried me on his back and so because of him i'm alive today and continue my grandfather's legacy and that is that during the war he he risked his own life to save lives of many children so he would risk his life to bring clothes and food and shelter for the children. And I said, when I grow up, as I get older, that I was going to be one part of my grandfather's legacy, that I wanted to be one example of him. And so for me, it leads down to, um, in 2012, Alka, um, when my grandfather died, everything changed for me. My whole life changed. And I went through uh, pain, depression, anger, anxiety, low self-esteem. I mean, you said it, I went through it. And I didn't understand what I was going through. I was angry at God. I wasn't a believer in God. I did not believe in God. I was so angry that he took my one person who was my hero, who believed in me, in my dreams, who, who told me that I was going to change the world, right. who told me um, God took him. And from there, it just led me through this journey of spiritual awakening and learning the laws and manifestation and the whole journey. So thank you. Right. No, thank you. That's amazing. Um, amazing what your grandfather did. It. And, you know, he left a legacy mm-hmm. behind that. You are now carrying that torch for where your grandfather left. So this was the inspiration for what you are doing and how did the law of attraction, I mean, before I get into the law of attraction, I want to start with digital marketing, because yes. as entrepreneurs and our listeners who are entrepreneurs, 
whether they have a business, an online business or a brick and mortar business, they are just starting into marketing. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to brand, branding is everything. Your, you know, your social brand is, you know, you you are your brand. You are walking, talking every day. You are your brand. So can you share with us um, what what is the difference between marketing and sales? What is the difference between? And yeah. how can, and people also, if they want to start, so there's a two-part question. People mm -hmm. who are wanting to start their business, what should they do when it comes to branding? And what is the difference between marketing and sales? Yes, no problem. So I love that question. So for marketing, uh, there are many companies out there. And when it comes to marketing, their brand, your brand is your voice. And I think it was Lori Legmeyer where we connected. She told me that your brand is your voice, your power. And um, when we want to stand out and we want to serve the world, it's important to find the right information, the right client, because uh, when we try to serve everybody, we'll end up serving no one. So you yes. have to find that ideal client. And for me, uh, when I went into digital marketing, for me, started off with just experience, not really having the knowledge or experience in 2012, was just that I was going through depression, I was going through anxiety, I was going through all these things. And I was um, pregnant with a baby. So I wanted to find another way to make an income. So for me, I was uh, going through research and studying and led me to a digital marketing where I found a woman, I think she was a mommy of five children. And she oh. was working for a company where she was marketing the products and services. And that was just a beginning stage for me. And I was like, how is this possible? She has you know, five children. She looks amazing. She lives in Florida and she's now marketing and she's at home and she's making income. I was like, this is, this is unbelievable. So I started, I joined the company and I started marketing the products and service. And I'll tell you one thing, when you provide a transformation because most people they want to know how you can how can your product solve the problem so when you yes. provide a transformation um it helped me because i ended up starting using myself using my uh, documenting my journey my body my results what i did was it was a health and wellness industry and so how am i going to show that people that the product actually works it helps them and so i started applying the principles and using it and then marketing showing people okay so this is where i was this is what happened three months. This happened in six months. And so when you are marketing, there's different ways, especially, you know, nowadays people are looking for jobs and it's hard. And, you know, so one of the things I suggest digital marketing era is very amazing. If you can find a company or a brand that is that you really, that your heart knows that is good and you want to help others, then there's options in affiliate marketing. There's options in drop shipping. There's options in marketing company or brand. And when you market the company and the brand, um, you can also monetize using doing doing that, you know, using the using your voice to pro promote the brand. But what I love about marketing is that you get to learn like we're always learning. You're always a student and you'll always be learning. So for me, when I started marketing and learning how to market and how to sell and how to get people to like get people to lead them to the transformation was amazing because when I first, I had no experience, I had no marketing sales. I studied the business management marketing. I got my GP, all that stuff. But for me, I didn't have the resources. And so when I started on that journey, Alka, I just went by fate. And so when me, when I started applying the knowledge and just showing the transformation and documenting the transformation uh -huh. that mm -hmm. led me to, you know, get customers, get led me to um, people, you know, trying the products, led me to getting testimonials, using the testimonials to market and show other people what other, what has done for them. And that allowed me to create income. That's beautiful because, you know, and branding is branding as we know is everything so whether you know when you market your business like I when I first started my business was in the health and fitness I had my own studio and if I could you know recollect back as to what I could have done right was there was you know I could have marketed my studio better I could have done you know had a sales team to really be more effective so the studio could thrive and not to say that it didn't thrive because for six years it was a successful student but we can always learn as you said you know we're always learning as entrepreneurs we are constant we are learning so we need to be adaptable would you say that you know if some things do not work you know just don't give up keep on going that's 100% true. If it doesn't work, that means that there's another idea. And so yes. for me, when I didn't work at first, when I was making my sales and showing, okay, after the baby, I was over 200 pounds. So how am I going to show somebody that the product works? I started applying the product. So in my just showing my transformation that led me to people seeing the results, how fast I've achieved the results. Mm -hmm. And so 
if the problem, if you cannot, if something is not working, then change the game, change the plan. But that yes. doesn't, doesn't mean you quit. You just move forward. And so for me, it was, uh, that was the beginning experience that led me working, you know, for manifesting, working for a multimillionaire, like working for Daniel Gomez or learning from Daniel Gomez. But the thing is, you have to start somewhere. And when you start somewhere, you build the knowledge, you build the strengths, you learn the experience. And so when I started applying the knowledge and seeing how to, you know, market and sell and close sales, mm -hmm. it became so easy because most of the things they teach us in the world is that sell, sell, sell. But the reality is if you can solve a solution or give a solution to a problem and help somebody else get the results they want, it's about just transferring a service, helping somebody else feel better about themselves or giving them a solution to their problem. And so when I started thinking it that way and really helping and serving others, that's when, you know, God opens your doors and blessings of opportunities and, you know, income and sales. And it just make a huge difference. You're right. It makes a huge difference when we think of putting ourselves in the customer's shoes as yeah, to yeah. what they're experiencing what what are they going through and how can we solve the problem instead of it always being about us as business yeah. owners but thinking of the clients and yeah I absolutely agree with that so talking about what entrepreneurs can do and if they're starting out and we are going to talk about weave in into the law of attraction. You mentioned Daniel Gomez, you attracted Daniel. So if you are starting off, if entrepreneurs are starting off their business, mm -hmm. right? You know, having an online or brick and mortar, what are the key principles would you say that entrepreneurs need to go through or they need to have? Number one is you have to have faith in yourself. You have to believe that you can do something. Number one, that's the key that the, the key to desires like law of attraction, the manifestation, yes. uh, the, all the books, all the successful people talk about is the key in belief. And number two is having a strategy in place, having somebody, because if you don't know the answers or how to do something, you need a coach, coach, a mentor is super important. So investing in somebody that has the knowledge experience, so you don't have to go to the pain and challenges trying to figure out yourself. And that was my mistake too, because as you know, as you go through this journey and you're learning and you're growing, you want to do everything by yourself. You want to control yes. the situation. Unfortunately, you cannot control anything because it's God who controls every outcome. But what right. you can control is that you can control who you want to invest in, how much you want to invest in, find, do the research on the person you want to grow with because you're the average of five people you spend your time with so the five people you spend your time with is who you're going to associate yourself with and so for me when i on this journey i knew that i knew that if i wanted to change my life that i have to associate myself with high-minded people and so for me manifesting working for daniel goldman's or being around millionaires and billionaires have given me different mentality different way of thinking so it's like most people when they try things they get scared or they get scared to get out of comfort zone or they fail or they fail many mm -hmm. times and they give up the point is you have to push forward like the pain push through the pain push through the fear right because if it was easy everybody would do it but it's uncomfortable roller coaster it's in those go, moments yeah. yes well, oh, yeah, yeah yeah. Very, very uncomfortable. There are days mm -hmm. that I was angry. There are days that I wanted to punch in the wall. There's days that you don't feel good, but you just have to push through the consistency, resilience, and persistence is going to get you the results that you want in your life. But consistency, mm -hmm. being consistent or repeat or repetitive state, doing something on repetition a long period of time. Mm -hmm. There's no yeah. such thing as um, instant gratification because there on this sense. journey instant gratification because a lot of people expect to get something right away as soon as they start working or building oh look i manifested this i got this it doesn't work there and doesn't work that way there's a law called the delay gratification and what it means that you're building a foundation a strong foundation for your future so when you go through those challenges those pains you know how to handle them in the new level which is pretty good absolutely and when you you just mentioned when you start to elevate your mind, mm -hmm. that growth mindset. So would you say you, you started to elevate your mindset before you start to attract the millionaires? Yes. Daniel Gomez, yep. for example, or did you attract the millionaires? How could you just walk, with, walk through us the steps that mm -hmm. you took, the steps as entrepreneurs, people listening can take is what what should they have to do change the mindset before they can start attracting everything is energy frequency and vibration so when we talk about energy frequency vibrations and understanding that there's a lot could you explain what is energy vibration because people may not oh, understand yes. what it is. okay so yes okay so no problem so um the words we speak 
the what we speak, we prophetize our future. So energy, when I talk about energy, frequency, vibration, it's a Nikola Tesla term says, if you want to manifest things in your life or attract things in, in your life, you have to manage your emotion, thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. So when you learn how to manage your thoughts and emotions, 99% of mind is controlled by emotions. 99 of the pains that we go through, depression, anger, anxiety, failing, losing things, it all leads down to the emotions because we don't know we have blocks and resistance that we created with our thinking. And it all leads down to uh, a simple belief that you, you as a child, your parents told you that you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, and that you're not capable. So you'll grow as you get older, there's these generational paradigms that play. And as you get older, no matter what age you are, you go through the change in paradigms and you experience pains. And so a lot of times when people experience pains, they get stuck in the emotions and fears, but we have to learn how to, we have over 60,000 thoughts. And so you cannot control 60,000 thoughts, but you can control them with a feeling, which means mm -hmm. if you learn how to manage your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, then you're more in control of manifesting or accomplishing your dreams. So it starts first with the mindset. Nikola Tesla, Thomas Edison, Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, they all started with the mindset because whatever you want to attract is the thoughts. Your thoughts, they create images, they stir emotions. So mm -hmm. what you feel is what you attract. So what right. you vibrate, if vibration is another way of frequency. So what you're thinking, you're expanding. So it starts off with changing the mindset, changing the paradigms and beliefs that we've been programmed as children. So when we start changing, that means you start working on yourself, you start healing, you start processing emotions, you start doing maybe like, I don't know, changing the morning routine, understanding yourself, your thinking, your beliefs, and then like, you know, just relaxing, surrendering to the process, but at the same time, questioning everything, questioning your beliefs, where they're coming from. Then when you start working your mindset, you start thinking differently. You start surrounding yourself with different people. You mm -hmm. start investing in yourself. You start healing. And then you, you're not scared of facing your fears. As you go forward, there'll be more mm -hmm. fears and present challenges in your life. But then the more you heal, the it's like a black dot you have on your heart. If you constantly do bad things and you're constantly thinking negative, the black, the heart, mm -hmm. the dot on your heart gets darker and darker and darker and the heart gets darker, like black right. hearts. Uh -huh. But if you start taking action and healing and changing your morning routine, changing the way you think about yourself, changing the way you speak about yourself, learning, growing, investing in people that have the life that you want, then you start changing. So it starts with the mindset first. Okay, 99% so is mindset. Right. Two-part question. What is a paradigm? You mentioned paradigm. In paradigms is what holds people back. Yes, so yes. we want to manifest attract anything that our heart desires because Earl Nightingale he says if you conceive and and believe if you believe in what you want you will achieve mm -hmm. so what is the paradigm number one and the second part is what holds people back people want to attract they want to manifest a you know, their soulmate, they want to attract, et cetera, et cetera. But what holds people back from not achieving their dreams, their goals? Is it fear, shame? You talked, you mentioned it, it comes back, stems from our childhood, what we believed, what we were taught. So can you share with us what holds people back from achieving our heart's desire? Yes, Alka. So when I became on this journey of uh, spiritual awakening, I started studying the mind. And it talks about how the mind is a is a brain, how the brain is a transmitter of frequency and how your brain transmits a frequency of feeling how you're feeling. And so when we talk about paradigm, it's a belief that's been programmed in your mind as a, as a young child. So I'll give you an example. Yes. Even Bob Proctor talks about it. You're born as a baby. You're perfect. You have no depression. You have no anger. You have no anxiety. You have no less, no, no loss self-esteem, no comparison, no judgment, no criticism. But you're that's pure. the penalty. We, yeah, you're pure. There's the, that's the penalty we must pay. So in the aspect of as we get older, the people like your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, the relatives, the environment, you as a child use six senses. So see, feel, touch, taste, sound. Uh, mm -hmm. And so basically what the child sees, the parents do, if a child a small age sees the parents fighting and arguing or struggling with money, the child can create a belief that making money is hard, that money is evil, that money is greedy, that money is hard, too hard to them, too hard to make, right? So when a child creates a belief, it creates a paradigm, this belief that stays in the mind, even though the child is not aware at the moment, when the child starts believing in something that is not true, 
as the child grows older, forget my children in the background, as the child gets older, it creates the belief that they're not worthy, they're not deserving. So they block themselves from receiving. They don't know how to receive. They don't know how to forgive. They don't know because deep down they have these emotions and beliefs that have been stuck in the mind. And so what happens is as you get older, you could be 20 years old, 30 years old, this paradigm is playing sub, uh, subconsciously, you're not even aware subconscious mind. And so what it does, as you get older, you, you take one step forward your dreams, and then all of a sudden you achieve success. And then all of a sudden you come in with self-sabotage. You're sabotaging yourself. You're not happy. Or your client cancels on you when you're angry. So these are all beliefs that stems down from the childhood, stems down from either you're living a belief from your mother or your father. But it's even not their fault because these are generational traumas that have been passed down and beliefs and generational curses. It all leads down that even my parents, they are picking up, they picked up their belief from their parents and great grandparents. So this is yes. been passed on so to nine generation. Yes. Generation. And so yeah. mm -hmm. when we talk about paradigms, it's like a subconscious block that you create with your own thinking. So I'll give you an example. I was working with a client and God said, you know, why don't you bless? Because this is so powerful. And I don't think a lot of people teach this information because I have invested in EFT. I mean, I've done it all, but I don't see that people teach you how you can talk to your subconscious and heal and find the pain and address. How do you talk to your subconscious and how do you begin? That's a key, that's yeah. a key question. How does one begin to heal their body and how yeah. do you talk to your, your subconscious? So we have the different theta states of the brain. So when you are in a theta state, that's when your brain is so like on a relaxed state, on a daydream state. This is where you can actually create what you want but most of us were stuck with this 90 thoughts with all these things that are going on in our life with 3d world so when we are before going to bed or in the morning when we wake up it's so important to be in the theta state theta state is a daydream state the theta state is where your brain goes into a sleep state but you are what you're thinking and imagining becomes a fact so what you what you visualize materialize and whatever the mind of the man can conceive and believe it can achieve but it's amazing because at the theta state you can focus clearly so what you want to create you can actually think about what you want to create i'll give you an example have you heard about neville goddard and abraham yes and he I talks have. about yes and abraham told him i think it was uh neville wanted to go to barbados to see selling yes. christmas right. yes. okay uh -huh. so uh -huh. we haven't been taught this information that imagination is powerful that we can visualize them but we visualize what we speak this is all reality as children we have high imagination like we imagine imagine things and they like we, we live in our own little worlds Right. So they tell us that's wrong, that the imagination is lies, that all this, right? But all these successful people and powerful books I have read that talks about imagination is the preview of coming attractions, what you're attracting in your future. And so Neville Goddard talked about how he wanted to see his family for Christmas. And so Abdullah Abdullahman told him, if you want to see your family for Christmas, I want before going to bed, I want you to visualize for two weeks straight. You're already in Barbados having Christmas with your family. So what did he listen? What did he do? He listened to him. He listened to the story, what he told him. So before going to bed, he went into that clear mind, clear state, and he visualized himself already being there. Most of us, we want something, but we want it so much that we create lack of it. We don't have it. We feel angry. We blame God, all these things. But the reality is that what he's teaching us is... Um, using your mind now to visualize something that is not there doesn't exist so whatever you visualize what you can see you be it becomes a reality so what you we can't see god but we know he's there so he wants him to visualize something that doesn't exist yet because mm -hmm. he's creating images in his mind because the mind works in stories right. yeah yeah so yes. before going to bed he told him i want you to visualize yourself being in barbados so he visualized himself being in barbados so what happened the, after two weeks passed, he received a message. He received an envelope. Inside the envelope was $50, I think a, a train ticket, and to buy a shirt and shoes and to come to Barbados. So, so with, he didn't have the answer. He didn't have the resources, but he believed that uh, there's a higher power, God, universe, whatever we call him. But So he visualized something that sounds a little bit cliche when you say, but when he visualized something, that he wanted to create. And so by him focusing on something, creating using those six senses, feel, touch, taste, sound, he put right. himself in a picture that he was already there. And so when he started um, putting himself in the picture, he started attracting those things. He started focusing what he wanted. And so what happened is the universe, God works in different ways that we don't know. We might not have the answer, but he has different ways. So he ended up getting him the ticket, the envelope, the ticket, and the money to buy the shoes and the shirt. So that's so how it it's interesting. So that is very interesting and how we can just, we need to be in that state 
Yes. What is the best time? Is there a time to be in that theta state in the morning, evening? What would you say is the best time to be in that state? So for me and applying the knowledge to my life and seeing such a huge change was uh, for me, it works the best at nighttime. For me, when right before you go to bed, right. you calm down your mind, the racing thoughts, and then you put in, the, a, I mean, there's a the different states you can find on, on Spotify and you can search for different uh, brain waves. Mm-hmm. One of them is very powerful, alpha wave and data, delta. Uh, when you uh, put in the theta state, which is so powerful for me, at least for me, when I put the theta state, it completely, the thoughts, they disappear. So you can focus on what you really want, what your, what your end goal is. So you're living in the end result of having, having achieved the results without uh, not, not, not achieving them yet. Like, so you're living in the end yeah. result. Living so at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're going to visualize it, it is a little bit tricky. So you're going to visualize yourself like, okay. So for example, for me, when I started visualizing myself, traveling, speaking, co- I visualized myself that so much that you would, you feel so amazing when you feel that amazing, that energy, when that energy leaves your body. Now mm-hmm. you, when you want something, you're not forcing it to come because there's no resistance. So when your energy leaves the body, you let it go. You're not thinking about it anymore. So when we visualize, most of us, they tell us, you ask, you believe, and you receive. That's the secret. No, really. It's about vibration. It's about feelings. It's about using those six senses to create an image that you don't see there. But this is the future you're creating for, you know, for the next uh, for the next generation and generation. So let's say if you have a vision or mission. And when you visualize something that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. you're using all your senses. So your mind doesn't know. Here's a, here's a cool part. Your mind doesn't know what is real or imagined. So what you visualize, your mind believes to be true. So what it does, it goes into that state where it starts searching, like the file searching for ways how you can manifest your dream. So in the morning, for example, I can take, I could be taking a shower and I can get an idea, you know, contact this person. And I, you know, make, it could be a coach. I contact this person. I invest in scores and there you go. I make my first sale or do or whatever that I want. Right. But it's a good idea as they, they get this inspired action ideas. And when you get those inspired action ideas, you act upon them. But here's the problem, Alka. Most of us were stuck here in the three-dimensional world. The three-dimensional yes. world is everybody's focusing on pain and problems and what's going, like solving, trying to solve a problem. The point then is- how do we move into the 5D world? How this is where people make that transition? Yeah, this is what changed my whole life. Like when I understood this, completely like game change for me. Uh, the 4D is meditative state because we have to be in harmony. Our body, energy, everything has to be in harmony. So when we, most of the stuff they show on YouTube, on the internet, they won't share the real truth. The real truth is that your mind has so many thoughts and you cannot control them with the thoughts. But the piece of music, like you can put a piece of music and spend calmly focusing on what you want and then slowly maybe take a pen and paper after you finish your meditation and writing down my dream life how I want my life to be at first it sounds crazy but the mind the mind is so powerful Uh, a belief a lie becomes a conviction when you start believing in something and you start tricking your mind like your mind starts believing in something it becomes a fact and then your faith increases so when you start manifesting a small amount of things like say cup of coffee free parking a hundred dollars that you manifest like small things then your belief increases that it works and now you're testing your mind for example i'll give you an example my daughter i'm not i don't know if you can hear her in the background now this child is a money magnet like for me i had i had to heal my money beliefs because of right uh-huh. but my daughter all i told her was like take a pen and paper and write that i'm a money magnet they have such crazy imagination this child of mine has attracted money <laughs> on the streets people giving that's her amazing. money uncles oh, that's amazing because her imagination is wild we have right. this amazing imagination but when we get as adults we forget to enjoy life we forget to that's visualize so we forget to right. yes. all those things and this is here I, i'm here i'm telling you the truth Hi. Hi. she's a money maker this child of mine like everything that <laughs> i apply to my life i teach it to my children because then mm-hmm. they are going to have different mentality different way of right. thinking exactly Those different wrong... perspectives yes yeah wrong beliefs about money for example when i was a child my father after the war like i had to earn my money so the belief was for me Mercada, you have to work hard you have to kill yourself you have to work hard and if you don't work hard you get punished for not you know making or so those beliefs like money is evil money is greedy people are this people are that there's just it's not true because you see we're not aware of this information they didn't teach us this information and so for me i 
stumble across this information in 2012, how, you know, the brain and energies, and I can go deeper, I can speak around three hours about frequencies and how to raise a vibrational frequency and how to heal and transmute energy, which is very, like, it would be hard right now to explain. Sure, all yeah, that. Right, yeah, but I'm uh, sure it's powerful. I'm sure it's, it's really super powerful. powerful. Mm -hmm. And one thing I learned is that since young children, we have these beliefs, but we don't even spend time enjoying it. So when I started working with Daniel and one thing I had to learn about myself, like where I didn't know how to forgive. And one thing is like, we want to achieve the things in our life, but we don't forgive ourselves for everything that we went through. We don't, uh, we don't like see the things that we went through and then we appreciate all the things we learned. And so when I had to forgive myself, I had to forgive my family, my parents, whoever like, but in an aspect of they didn't know any better. Like this is the beliefs that they've been passed down to them. This is the belief, mm -hmm. belief about money. That's what they had. Yes. Uh, that's what they had, like, you know, and they're different cultures and different religions that it all plays in part of it. And so here I am breaking these generational curses with faith and then proving them that you don't have to, uh, like they say, you know, work nine to five, kill yourself. And you, you know, you know, but the reality is really is um, you really don't. It's about being in the flow and yes. being like a magnet and magnetizing what you want to bring to you and it's e not easy to explain because it's uh, it's a lot of work to do on you but it's about loving yourself like we don't spend mm -hmm. time loving ourselves so it's about self-healing um knowing your self-image working on your improving your worth and so when you start healing and working on yourself and then processing these things and forgiving the people and stepping into your identity of who you want to be and now thinking how that person thinks in future, not using the, the, the mind that you have, the thoughts. Now, instead, you're stepping to the identity of the person that already has the desire goal of what you want. And now you're using the, the emotions, the feelings, the thoughts, and how would that person behave, right? Yes. And then you're applying that in your life every day, in your morning routine, or in your meditation. So, it Again, it's having the end in mind. It's having yes. being that person. So having that end goal. What does that person look like? What is that person you know what kind of business do they have are they are they traveling what kind of travel are they seeing so always starting with that end goal is very important so masada you talked about what how what holds people back from not mm -hmm. achieving everybody wants that lifestyle everybody wants to manifest and have the success but you talked about we sabotage ourselves why do people sabotage when they are on the path to success, when they're on the path to achieving everything that they desire? Then why do people sabotage themselves? That's true, because I had a session with two clients. And one of the things is like, we, we think too much and we're dwelling too much on thoughts that are not, not really that important. Even though as you work on yourself and you heal yourself and you're processing the pain and trauma, a situation can come in your life. Uh, God forbid, let's say, for example, uh, somebody's attacking you, that you did something, but you didn't. Now you're starting to focus on that, dwelling into something like that. And now right. all of a sudden your mind goes into that state. Uh, mm -hmm. Because I did have a situation where a client says, you know, I'm doing everything good, but now how are you feeling now? okay on a zero to ten how are you feeling right now what are the present emotions and he's mm -hmm. like oh i'm depressed i'm this i'm that okay well what is the, making you feel that way and then you find out when we go deeper into the session we find out that something as a child that happened to him that even though as he get gets closer to success um as a child he had this belief of self-sabotage so as you get older it's like, it's so hard because it's just a paradigm. It's just a program, like a computer that has many programs, program on love, program on relationship, program on money. It just oh, keeps right. running. And so we sabotage right. ourselves because we don't notice or we don't, we don't notice how we feel at the moment or we start thinking about something that at the moment is going good. And I noticed that for a lot of people, it's going good, but then something happens and all of a sudden um, you will you lower your energy to the person or people who are around you that are making you feel that certain way so it all depends on the situation what you're going through sometimes it could be uh, something you as you level up you reach a higher level of success then family can be uh, one of the motives and it does happen to a lot of people where jealousy they have jealousy envy or they they can't achieve something they try so then they would you know lies or big lies about somebody so that person would feel not so good right so then start thinking about okay so how am I gonna do this or how am I gonna prove this but there's no uh, in the aspect of you don't have to prove anything and especially the person that has worked on themselves they don't prove anything but the situation itself plays in your mind and you keep thinking and repeating and going to bed and you're focusing on it and dwelling and the next day the situation gets worse because yeah, the same thoughts we have 
today is the same thoughts we have tomorrow. Exactly. So we make we make mountains out of molehills. Yeah, Sometimes, exactly. you know, absolutely, just unnecessarily. But that's how, you know, we are wired for most people. Most people, this is what we do. And I was, I can attest this because I was in that space too. I would constantly, you know, if something happened, I will keep thinking and keep thinking about that. Oh, what how come you know such and such said this to me oh how come this didn't happen so now you know and it's interesting too how you know as entrepreneurs for most people we are always grinding we are always hustling and there's nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. but we need to understand and especially as women and I'm certainly starting to understand this that I need to just be in the flow and now what I am doing I'm just being in the flow just going with the uh, how my day dictates how mm -hmm. it's going how uh, how I am dictating my day not how my day is dictating me but how what am I doing how am I seeing myself so that I am just not constantly oh I need to do this because you know we, I have a deadline I'm just in this flow state how important is it to be in a flow state so that as women we, we are not in that masculine energy we need to be in the feminine energy can you explain to us what is the difference and how is is it important that we need to recognize ourselves in that moment? I wish somebody shared this with me before, but I had to learn through my lessons. See, for me, I always had this masculine energy. So all I did was took action, 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 action. So in 2012, what I did, I studied books, I learned, I invested, I binge watch videos. I, I mean, I when I say do it, I did it. But I didn't have that balance where you have to have the feminine energy because you cannot. It's about energy. It's about balance, about harmony. And so your energy, your body, they have to be in alignment. So if you're forcing something to happen, you're actually pushing that further away from you when you're hustling. And the word right. hustle, yes. this is what I had to learn was uh, so no more hustle. So it's an aspect of hustle is a word that like you're hustling for money. But in the aspect of what I'm trying to say is um using the inspire action. So when you feel that you, uh, you know, in, okay, for example, I'll give you an example. So on Instagram, when I was growing my Instagram, my social media by myself with no help, um, I would be posting content. Sometimes that content you could be posting two, three times a day. Like they tell you post three to five times a day. Right. It's not work for different per person, right? So posting maybe one piece of content can get you more audience or clients than posting three pieces of content. So right. when they taught me was that you have to hustle, you have to work. You said, that's a wrong paradigm. And when you really think about it, it leads down to even my paradigm, as my father told me, Marcella, you have to work hard. So this paradigm work hard is a lie because right. if it was yeah. true, if it uh -huh. was true, 99% of people are construction workers. They work so hard. Aren't they rich? No. You see all these other people, harbor floors, all these no because so it's a paradigm so it's about balancing so you have everything has to balance you have to balance your life everything has to be in alignment so now since I learned that information after it took me a lot of time uh, you know just action 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 it wasn't it was I was achieving it but I was feeling exhausted I was feeling tired I was feeling burnout I was feeling like this is you know it's a waste of time right until I learned that balance you have to balance and so when you're in a harmony and then you feel great and you feel in an amazing mood then you take the action to post the content or you know get on a stage or, or apply for something I mean whatever it is that you want to do you have to do it when you feel good when you don't feel good don't post the video don't post the content yeah, don't, don't, post don't it. do it when you don't feel good notice it okay your emotions are main indicator telling you if you're in alignment so if you're not feeling good that means okay i gotta do something so uh, either i have to go spend time with my family i have to read a book i have to get out of my head so most of the pains and challenges we live are because they're stuck in our head Mm -hmm. And so when we learn how to balance, like, and I had to learn that too, you know, learning from Lori was, I, for me, it always been action, action. So when I started balancing my life, creating a morning routine, managing my indie, like working on my indie, then working on Frenchie, feeling good, and then working on my New Yorker, taking the action, that's when everything started to be in alignment because um, I came across a lady, I don't know if you heard about her, Tara Marino. Tara Marino, no, Marino no, friends. No, no, and no. she talks about uh, trusting your gut and trusting your intuition. And so when we're working too much, too hard, we're, we're creating, we're living in the belief, but at the same time, we are actually blocking ourselves from receiving because we're putting in the work where we, we feel like we have to get it done, but it doesn't feel aligned with our heart. We feel tired, exhausted, take a break, go outside, ride a bicycle. I mean, just get out of the head. And so for me, when I started learning that, 
trusting my indie and working on meditative my morning routine like meditation and then Frenchie doing fun things getting my nails done or like getting my hair done and then feeling good and then when I feel good I take that inspired action then I see more like great things happen in my life then when I'm trying to hustle hustle like they say and then I'm doing it and then I feel tired and I just feel more burnout and exhausted then the energy is not balanced Right. But isn't it interesting that, um, you know, as you say, you, you, uh, in order to achieve in the balance that we want, isn't it interesting though, that what is holding us back, what we want, but then sometimes it's too late because we yeah. haven't taken those actions. Mm-hmm. So isn't it interesting? I find that we need to have some kind of breakdown, mm-hmm. whether it's a career loss, whether it's, um, you know, getting having an injury or any kind of breakdown, whether it's good or bad. And those situations really tells us, okay, wake up. Your life today, you have one life. We have one life to really having everything that we want. And if we're not taking those actionable steps to creating that life, then what is the meaning? What's the purpose? Could you share more light on that as to what happens? Do we need to have breakdowns in order to find fulfillment in life? For me, um, for me, it started, and I and I say this, 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 this is the truth. I did not believe in God. For me, that was one thing that led me to that journey. Mm-hmm. And now that I started believing more, uh, and this is what I have learned. We have so much we want to do everything. We want to control everything. Mm-hmm. And so the point in life when you are trying and doing and doing and it's not working or you're trying to achieve something, God is going to put you through the process. And one of the process you might go through losing things, you might go uh, through loss of wealth, loss of health, family issues, drama, sicknesses, all these things, because you are so preoccupied that you don't see that you don't focus on the main picture. And mm-hmm. so what happens, we go into like feeling we could get sick, we can get so that we need, we need to rest. And one thing I have learned is that for me, number one was I was trying to control and I couldn't control it. And um, I did not know how to surrender the right way. Because when we trust God and we we trust that he gave us the vision, the mission that we we're taking the action or the people that want to take action, but they don't know, they don't have the answer for, but they have this nudge. When you have that nudge intuition, you just have to trust your gut. And so when your heart intuition tells you, take that inspired action, take it. Because see, the thing is we only have one life to live. And as my grandfather died, God rest his soul. Um, after he died, I went to see my grandmother and there was this lady and she came out, she would always come out and she would, my grandma would cook food, Alka, and she would make the sarma called it so delicious. Anyways, these ladies, they didn't speak English, but they would gather together and so when she found out my grandpa died she invited me to come sit with them so I sat with them she come here let me show you something so I'm sitting down <laughs> her and she grabs this album and she goes to me I'm going to show you something and so she's showing me that she's in a beauty pageant that she's achieving all these things and I ask her how, how is it possible that you achieve so many things and you know mm-hmm. and she goes to me Marsada you only have one life to live one life and if you want to achieve things you have to face your fears you have to love yourself and you have to step out of like she said comfort zone and said she's like she wouldn't have never been in a beauty pageant if she didn't face her fear or take action so majority of us were scared and that's the penalty that napoleon hill talks about thinking grow rich the penalty we must pay if we neglect this information now that we know that brain is a transmitter frequency that everything is energy like i explained frequency and vibration that you have to manage your thoughts that you are in control of what things happens to you, but you're not on control of the outcome. You're in control of taking action. You're in control of changing your life. You're in control of investing yourself. You're in control of writing your goals down. You're in control. I mean, you're, so much you have control of, but she said to me this powerful thing. She's like, you can be rich or poor, but you're going to die. So why not do the things because you only have one life and enjoy the process, enjoy every oh, single yes. moment. Yeah. And so Back then, when I was on this journey, I did not know how to enjoy because always with hustle, right? Hustle, action, action. So now, when I have learned that and I started enjoying my life and working on it, creating that morning routine, having a structure in place, like having a plan, 
that can mm-hmm. follow through. Right, That's right. so important because then when you you when you follow a plan, you don't feel burnout, you don't feel tired. You know, you know when you need to take an action, you need to, you know when you take a break, you know when you need to like work on yourself. And when you notice that you don't feel good, you do have power. You can script, you can journal, you can punch something, punch a wall, <laughs> you can go can stress boxing. out. Like you can stress <laughs> out, you can go anything like to relieve that. And one of the things was um when I started more into the knowledge and learning was that sun being outside in nature Mm. around trees I love nature Mm. it makes you feel good like you get out of the head you feel good at that moment then you can start thinking straight like you don't have to focus and dwell something that is not even there 99% of things we we think about never happens but yet we think about it 99% of things that we worry about never happen but we worry about it we worry about it that is so true you know I remember my father uh he passed away last year but my father he never worried, but he would worry because my mother, she would worry. Mm-hmm. So isn't it interesting how, you know, we worry about the smallest little things and that just goes out of more hills. My f- two, fun- two questions left. So mm-hmm. the first one is how do you practice gratitude to be in that frequency? We talked about mm-hmm. the energy, the frequency, how we need to, the, how we manifest and attract. We need to be in the higher vibration. Now yeah. we cannot attract, we're in the lower vibration. So right. I want you to, um, you talked about your morning routine and I was going to ask you, what is your morning routine? What's the process that you get started that gives you the most powerful day? So the morning routines, is very powerful. I, I I do my gratitude. I journal. I set my goals. And I really, and, and I meditate. And now, Masada, I never was the one to meditate. And I never thought, okay, so, you know, I tried one time. Someone said, okay, you know what, meditation, you need to practice because it's going to be very good for you. And I, once upon a time, I'll be so reactive and I would oppose to trying anything new, any kind of modality. But now that I meditate, it's just absolutely fantastic. You know, that time is my time and I love it. I love it in the morning. So that's my routines. So now to in, when it comes to being grateful to achieving the life that we want, as I stated, you know, start the show, is to, to manifest, we have to be grateful. We've got to be in that frequency as you said in a better state mm-hmm. how do you practice how does one practice gratitude okay so in 2012 when I started learning this information and going down through some confidential uh, documents I found out about this process and so what happens is that you gratitude and love and joy and peace is highest state of frequency but most of us were stuck in that low low entity vibration frequency where we're Mm -hmm. thinking and dwelling so how to raise the vibration is one of the ways is getting a pen and paper and I took this pen and paper and I have the list I wrote it with the red ink on the computer and -hmm. I said thank you God for abundance thank you God for beauty thank you God for creativity so I wrote (laughs) this alphabet thank you God from A to Z and Uh it's strange because this God says if you are grateful I will give you more and I listened to that again it's like if you are grateful I will give you more and if you're not grateful those things that you have the devil will take away so I'm like okay so if I'm grateful for what I have then I'll bring more into my life. So I started saying, thank you, God, for abundance. Thank you, God, for beauty. So before going to bed and before going to, uh, you know, in the morning, I wouldn't be looking myself that much in the mirror, which I did those affirmations too. But I would say, thank you, God. And I would close my eyes and I would say, thank you. And then I would picture my life, current life that I'm experiencing now. And I would say, thank you, God. Because they say that when you are grateful for what you have, you will be multiplied but when you are feeling the grateful when you're grateful for little things you don't even realize how many things god has given us the eyes to see the sky the abundance if you cannot see the beauty in the sky and Mm. the beauty in the ocean then you're not abundant like but if you can see those things like the little things in life and be grateful for it then your faith activates your belief activates and when your belief activates you start being grateful for more things and then you're grateful for more things now you're feeling grateful so you build you train your mind to think of what you want what you're grateful for and so when you were speaking of gratitude there was a story in uh i think it was the secret and Rhonda burns talk about it but she didn't give them the secret how to manifest which i will at the end uh-huh. I, I, god says give so and she says there was this guy and in africa there was this boy who was a little sick and they had to they, they had to pay money to get him treated but they didn't have so this guy um 
was collecting rocks and he was friends with the guy that his son was sick. And he said, would you mind giving me some of those lucky rocks that you know that you collect? So this guy goes outside. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm maybe saying the, um, the information because it's been a long time I read it. And he said he starts looking for the rocks. He finds them one by the pond. He collects these special rocks and he prays upon them. And a month passes by, he receives a phone call. He says to him, my son is healed. You know, he's not sick anymore. Your magic rocks worked. So what they've been doing is they took those magic rocks that he sent it to them and they've been selling it for five, $10 in Africa. So it's like, it's the belief. It really is when you think about it, it's like you can attach a belief to a lucky charm, to four leaf clover, but it's the belief and faith in something that you don't see that creates your reality. It's like believing in something that you cannot see. And that is the key. So most of us, we want to see it to believe it. But here's the part, you have to train your mind to, believe it before you see it and so you have to train your mind how do you how does one begin to even train Uh, i mean for viewers listening they are not they may not be in tune to doing the practices Mm -hmm. that you and i may be doing Mm -hmm. so how can how can the basics how can people start just with the basics they they know what they want they know what they want to manifest their their dream life what they want to achieve and have what is that statement? You know, they might be saying, oh, I'm grateful for what I have. I have a great body and great health. Um, but how can we start with the basics? Because saying is one thing, saying those affirmations. But then how do we start to even having that life? That's true. So for me, start with meditation. So whatever I have written down on a piece of paper, I will close my eyes and I will visualize. And I say, thank you, God, for amazing abundance and i will visualize myself having abundance and then i will feel that emotions of you know using the six senses and let it go and so it's when you're in a meditative state you are allowed um, in the 4d dimension is when you are meditating and this is where you receive those intuition those nudges and then in the 5d dimension is where god sends you the downloads and information but you have to calm down your thoughts because you have so many thoughts but when you get clear and when you uh, use the gratitude list and you close your eyes and you're grateful what you have you're actually visualizing yourself already having it and being grateful so so you're actually surrendering to the process not focusing on how it's going to happen but you do this to repetitive state so it's not going to happen immediately it's training your brain so repetition is the mother of all skills so you're training yourself to do something constantly before going to bed and being grateful for something that you don't have and so that's how you attract the things that you want because you become a magnet you slowly start when you start being grateful for what you have and slowly start manifesting the small things then you start your faith increases so gratitude is so important because love enjoys highest frequency so me saying thank you god for abundance thank you god for my beauty i'm actually visualizing myself that i already achieved it and i'm thanking god for it right. and that's how i do it so what i'm hearing you say is we need we, we're planting the seeds yes you're planting, planting the seeds, the seeds. Yes, and it's a repetition of mother of all skills. So meaning you are repeating something for long for time to, to for your brain to create a belief that is a reality. So your repetition is the mother of all skills. So your brain recognizes your voice. So one of the things that I have done, I will put a theta state, the music, and I would repeat these words what I said, but I would record myself and now plug in the AirPods or and then I will listen through the night. So now when you're in a theta state. It goes directly to your subconscious. We don't have to do the work. It does it for you. So you put in the AirPods, you create the theta state, you put in the music, you do all of that. You, you put in the gratitude list. You say, I'm amazing, including the affirmations. You can create your own, like a mind movie. You can put your affirmations, uh, plug it in before going to bed and listen to it. In the morning, you wake up feeling so much better, so much happier, so much excited. And then you stay, start again, morning routine, Thank you, God, close your eyes again, go into the state of state and be again grateful because grateful, when your heart mm-hmm. is grateful, mm-hmm. you're actually creating a love, you're creating the peace of joy, yes. you're being excited. So, you know, you, you realize when you take it for little things and you realize that God gave you more and then those little things manifest and you become more grateful, then throughout the day, you don't go hating things, you don't feel angry because you are happy at the current yes. moment. Mm-hmm, exactly. And that's why gratitude is so important. Another uh, exercise that I think is so powerful that most people don't use is, um, and I, it's so powerful, is working yourself, look at yourself in the mirror. And I had to work on this, which was really hard. And so when you can look yourself in the mirror and affirm the affirmations of what you want to accomplish by using the six senses, like 
I am amazing. I'm qualified by God. But those things, but feel it when you see it. And then you, when you feel those feelings, like, and Daniel Gomez, like he can tell you about this. It's a mm-hmm. repetition of mother of all skill. He wrote on a, on a bathroom mirror, which what his wife thought was crazy, that uh-huh. he's a millionaire, that he's all these things before he even became a millionaire. So you have to become it in the mind first before you can. So it's the healing, the inside, changing the identity, working on your gratitude list and uh, calming down the mind and the voices. And at the same time, uh, stepping out of your frequency and facing your fears. But at the same time, you have to train your mind, looking yourself in the mirror, which Daniel did. I'm amazing. I'm qualified by God. I'm forgiven. I'm, I make millions. I'm a millionaire. I have a millionaire mindset, all these things. And I think I have my phone here where I actually have his affirmations. But okay. it's repetition. You're reprogramming your mind to believe, to create a new belief and new lifestyle for yourself. Repetition. So, um, right. So it's a repetition. It's the mother of all skills. you got to, you know, reaffirm reaffirm and how often should you do the affirmations in the morning evening or throughout the day even so i used to do all of that and for me what became easier when i went you know how they have a creative vision board and vision board really do work Uh like you know how to use them so what i have done is i started studying uh joe dispenza and a couple other people but then i didn't agree with some of the stuff that he shared and Uh so i started creating i created my own mind movie what my mind believes can uh, i can achieve so i put found pictures on internet on online or everywhere and then i created my own dream lifestyle so what i do is before going to bed i do the gratitude is the theta state but i created my own mind movie so now before going to bed it's kind of funny but your brain starts like it's how it works is unbelievable um i created a mind movie of my lifestyle what i want to accomplish where i want to be what i want to wear who i want to be around with and those things that were just once um imagination that i had uh, i bought the picture back to life and so now every night before going to bed put the theta state i listen to that the mind starts creating ideas you come up with ways how you're going to manifest you get excited about your goals uh you know it just it's just amazing how the mind works because the mind works in images so what you see those things repeating a cycle now you might say start saying okay you know what this is what i focus on this is what i'm going to attract because you now you're focusing on only happiness on joy on what you want and so when i notice that i don't feel good i say god what are you trying to teach me and so i get out of my head I do my routine. So I have a couple of lists of what I do throughout the day so I can get out of that mood. Mm-hmm. But before going to bed, the main cause, the main thing is read my goals. I'm so happy and grateful now that I already have it. And then step into that mind movie, visualizing, using the six senses and just focusing what I want. So when you actually focus on what you want and you're using those senses and emotions and theta state, your brain goes in the theta state, daydream state. Now your brain doesn't know what is really imagined. So throughout the day, throughout the week, you might come across a cup of coffee. A stranger can give you, like I started receiving unexpected blessings. I started receiving paintings in the mail, which kind of was a little bit strange because my husband's paintings of me in the mail. I started receiving like strange things would be really amazing. Like the children will come to you, the animals. One of the weird things what happened was when your vibration is so high and you work on healing and raising your vibration and like building the belief, was yet a couple of days ago, B, she was like on my hand, which was so powerful. Like when bees, they get attracted to the energy of high vibration. So she was on my hand, not even, she didn't even bit me. My daughter was so shocked, but it's like wow. simple little things like raising the vibration. So feeling mm-hmm. good. And so one of the things that I'm European and I think a lot of people won't get this, they won't get my energy. Music is so powerful. Sounds are so powerful. It's a frequency, like the vibrations that, that puts you in a good mood. So there's certain music that puts you in a good mood. And so you'll see my TikToks, like I cook, I clean, I market, I, I promote my coaching. But music is a way to put yourself in a state of feeling good. Mm-hmm. As, as, as you're already celebrating that you already achieved something like so but your brain doesn't know that so you convince you trick your brain you're every day excited you're happy now you trick your brain do that on repetition now your brain thinks you're happy now constantly you're going to be feeling excited constantly feeling happy and the music that you play puts you in that state of vibration that you feel good and so you'll see probably my tiktoks where i cook and i put a piece of music or i start my day with a piece of music or worship music or like there's different things that but every person is different so you have to find things that make you happy and so what i tell clients and people that are watching is get a pen and paper and create the things that make you happy that bring you joy and so when you don't notice that you don't feel good cross them off try every single thing until you feel good and if you don't feel good 
try to control it. What happens is at the beginning, it's going to be hard to control. Like, so for example, you'll be angry and you'll be stuck three, five, three, four days being angry. But the more you practice, the more you get control of your mind, you can control it. Like within seconds, you can be angry and then get out of it. Get out of it. Like Daniel and I, have been, we're good at this. Like you'll be angry, but you'll, you will process that anger. You won't react to it. And then you get out of it. And then you don't like, you, instead of being angry three days, you're angry two days. And then you're angry one day. And then you start noticing how it's just the emotions that are controlling our mind and you feel, start feeling better. So the whole thing I try to tell people all the time is feel good now, feel good now, no matter if you achieve a results or not, just to feel good now, because when you're feeling good, you're raising your vibration. As long as you're not, you're not feeling down and you're playing a victim mentality and then you're blaming, mm -hmm. criticizing. Yeah. You're not going down, but as long even anger is good, but not so much as you're doing those off other things. So even anger is good, but to some point you have to process that anger. And so when I started doing my record sessions, is um, I pinpoint the pain, how old the person was that experienced the pain, where the pain came from, was their mother or father, whose uh -huh. beliefs, what beliefs they picked up. Then we go back into the memory. God bless me for that. We go back into the memory. We use the pains and challenges we're experiencing now to to get rid of the emotion then we go back and again in the memory where we heal the memory and change the memory how we want it to be and then we do the code and when we do the recode is now when you go back to that image or back to that memory it's no longer there like so it's, it's the not same there. yeah right. so you're feeling like 10 and feeling angry and frustrated but it's always the thoughts so it's the thoughts that most of the times these emotions it's not so much the thoughts that control us like if it was the thoughts then if I thought about elephant right now, it appears we'll be in trouble, but it's so much more the emotions and we don't know how to control our emotions. We let the emotions yeah. control us. And this is where I learned how to get out of those emotions, go into the ground state, which another way is like, I can share it with the clients. It's really powerful is I love to be outside and the sun recharges the ground. So the sun has, um, when you bathe in the sun, it's, it's really good. But when you actually take off your shoes and you stand on that ground, if you are feeling tired, angry, it, you just feel peace. Like it just, um, it recharges your body in a, in a way. Like sand so of the water. Yeah. Water. Mm -hmm. For me, water and sun, like especially water. When I'm around water, when I'm oh, praying yeah. or when I'm visualizing or writing goals, being around water, being in the water, I completely recharge. So we do need to recharge. We need to notice when we don't feel good mm -hmm. and then do things that make us happy. A woman, we can do spas, nails. I mean, anything just to get out of that, that feeling and then get out of things that make you happy. Being around water, being inside water, doing bubble baths. Like that makes me happy. And I nice. feel better right away. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'm a water sign, so I love to be around water, you know, whether it's near a fountain, a pond, a lake, it's beautiful. So what I'm hearing you say, Masada, is when you're in that, you've got to be in that emotional, um, in that higher vibration. In order to do that, like you said, you, you can be angry. We can be angry. It's our emotions. But then what I'm hearing you say is how quickly can you snap out of yes. being angry? Right. And it's also being unconditional happy is what I'm hearing you say. Also, to be unconditional happy is to love yourself, to like work on yourself, to every day celebrate yourself, little things that you accomplished, everything that you do, just spend yes. more time loving yourself. The more we time for me, it was hard because I didn't love myself. I had low self-esteem. I compare myself. Many people tell me, Mercedes, you're so beautiful. But when you don't feel it, right, you're going to, you can go through life. People can tell you the most beautiful thing, but you don't feel it. So when you start working on yourself and healing yourself and then shadow work and finding out the roots and like, and then do Doing the process and even working with me, which you can connect on the global Mercada and then go deeper into that. And you can see some amazing testimonials. I did this out of my heart. The gods are blessed, and I did. And mm -hmm. I, I received around 10 women, amazing transformation, including Daniel. And so when you understand that you have the power to how you feel, the mm -hmm. emotions are the indicator. So you have a power to change. And the more you practice that, you learn it's just the mindset. So then you get out of the once you get out of the first time the, the emotion that you're not feeling good and the next time gets easier but it gets like yes. a beginning yes. everything is hard like riding a bicycle you fall off the bike you get you know and you go back get back on it so you just have to practice it's it's all about i guess the quickest way to manifest your dreams is controlling the mind just calming down the racing thoughts the feelings the emotions and yes. just focusing on what you want which is hard like sixty thousand thoughts it's, but that's why yes. i say piece of music sounds a green noise white noise pink noise it puts you in a state like for example green noise 
And when I do this, I do this in my work. When I put the green noise, I can work on it without thinking. Like the thoughts, they just, you know, go away. The green noise puts you in a state where you're in peace and the relaxing piano music. You, you're not focusing on it. So you can actually focus clearly on the one thing that you want. Exactly. So powerful. My final question. <laughs> Everything that you have accomplished today, your files, if tomorrow you wake up, your files are deleted with all that you have accomplished. You wake up in the morning, everything is erased and you're trying to get your files back. What are the three lessons people can learn from you? So what are the, what are the three truths basically? No problem. So for me, it, as I said, life is only one. You get to enjoy it. So if something happened to me tomorrow, I lost it all. I still be happy. I still have peace. I'll still have joy because I done the work and it was a repetitive work for 12 years. It wasn't just that happened overnight. So the things I learned, if something happened today, I can use the same wisdom, same knowledge to create again, using the same mindset, the same principle. Second, I would say that I would still love myself, work on myself. I wouldn't compare myself because now I know that my knowledge, everybody has a gift and everybody has a specialized knowledge. And what God has given to that person has given me. So we, I can never compare oranges and apples. I love myself and the process I am. So I would still use the principles that I use in my life and become that magnet, become that energy. So it, it's an understanding that you you no matter what happens in your life, good and bad, there's always light at the end of tunnel. God is always there with you. You have the power, and this is at least for me, I have the power to control my emotions. So if I feel good, if I don't feel good, I can still bring that back. I can still surround myself with people. I can still invest in my growth. I can still create from beginning, but because I learned it, I had I went through this process of learning it. And so if something happened to me, I'll be okay. I will be okay because I know that God is taking care of me and everything happens for a reason. And if it's meant for me, it's meant for me. If it's not meant for me, then it's okay. Powerful. Amazing. Masada Mamik, everyone. This has been so enlightening, Masada. I really appreciate having this conversation. And friends, you need to follow your instinct. As Masada has said, follow your instinct follow what's right for you, be guided by your intuition, because you can never go wrong. You can never go wrong by your intuition, what your gut tells you, whether it's good or bad, we need to follow because, and also Masada has said, you as entrepreneurs, we are starting out in business, whether it's online or brick and mortar. If your business, if you've gone through failures, that's okay. Don't give up. Keep on going. Your setback is your comeback. So Masada, I truly appreciate you. Where can people find and connect with you? So you can connect with me on any of my social media platforms. Uh, one of the websites is Glow with Marsada, where you can access my store and the services and digital products I've been offering. So teaching people the mind, the frequencies, the law of attraction. But one of the things I'm doing right now is coaching. And this is where I'm actually helping people go deeper. And so that you can access on my store, Glow with Marsada. Grow with Marsada? Glow, like glow. Oh, glow. <laughs> oh, glow with Marsada. Yeah, glow with Masada. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go, everyone. Connect with Masada, glow with Masada. And friends, if you've been watching the show and you've enjoyed the conversations, you have not subscribed to the channel, you know what to do. I want you to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, because the bigger the database, the bigger the impact and the value we can bring to you and bigger the guest. So hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and we will see you on the next episode of Ask the Experts. Bye for now.